something sexy. That's L-I-Q-U-O-R. Don't get it twisted. Hello, it is I, your queen hostess for this podcast. My name is Kitathora Wonders. <laughs> A lot of you think my name is just Kat, but it's not. It's Kitathora. And I'm here to grace you with my presence, my royal presence, and let's get straight into the podcast. <laughs> For those of you who haven't clicked away or turned this podcast off, welcome back to my channel. It is I, Cat Wonders, and this is the Kitty Licker Podcast. That's L-I-Q-U-O-R. <laughs> Don't get it twisted. I kind of was about to spell K-A-T-W-O-N-D-E-R-S instead of Kitty Licker. That's what was going on there. So, okay, I'm just right now on a website called Epidemic Sound, and I have a membership so I can use all of this content for my channel, which I never really do. Like, I do for my videos, but not for my podcast. I use the same old intro and the same old outro, um, and I used to play songs, which I'm not going to do right now, but I was like, <laughs> I was looking for like a royal intro just to like sit down to and just be a goof. You guys check out my dress. This, can you guess where it's from or who it's by? Sugar Thrills. This is what I'm talking about. <laughs> I always say that, but I, I truly mean it. Like where else can you buy stuff like this? For like, that's affordable. This I think is more the higher price range, like over a hundred dollars US. But I mean, it's so glorious and fabulous. And I just had to create a look around it. So I do have, let me just get this up and out of the way. I do have um, kind of a Dutch situation happening with my hair. I've actually never worn my hair in these kind of Dutch braids. And I always, whenever I have my hair in braids, I always use like cross them over the top, but I've never actually officially pinned my hair up. I don't think, as far as my memory serves, one of you will be like pulling up a podcast where I was wearing my hair like this, but I know I didn't do it with flowers. So something's different about this look. And to me, it is very Dutch. And I just need kind of like the traditional Dutch garb. I got to do that for Halloween one year. Just like go back to my roots. I was really hoping that my boobies would be more pushed up. Like there. Then it would be really royal. But this corset isn't, it doesn't tighten up enough. I need to like tighten it in the back. But there's a zipper back there, so... I, so this is the first one that came up. So there's on Epidemic Sound, you can choose soundtracks with or without lyrics. You can um, choose uh, stingers, which is like kind of the intro to uh, a show. So it's like 15 seconds long. And then some of them are like a minute long, but the first one it's called Himalayan Skies. And uh Wrong, wrong. Definitely not like a, not, not British. Um, let's see, what else? I'm looking for the shortest ones. This one here. It's called Home Straight. I'm riding it on my horse. <laughs> you guys are like, get out of here. Okay, um, let me just play one more, which could work. I just want to, I just typed in, this is what I typed in the search. Royal Horns. <laughs> I have a vision. Let me just try to execute it without judgment. Let me pull something else up here. Um, I'm looking, like I said, for the shortest ones. I think I have to search stingers. Let me just type in. Just give me a second here. Um, I'm going to go back to... Oh, sound effects. Royal horns. Let me try that. No results. Okay, what about royalty? That would be my intro. <laughs> oh, I think like it would be funny if, if, if it was like a really like grand royal intro and then it just fizzled out into that and I just tripped out of the carriage. Okay. Why is it all kazoos? Okay, let's, let's play one last one. It's This is called Kazoo Fanfare 16. Uh -huh. 
Anyway, Epidemic Zone has a ton. And this is not sponsored by them or something. I just was sharing that with you. I can feel lipstick on my teeth. Anyway, oh my God, you guys, I'm back and I'm all dressed up and feeling fancy and <laughs> looking fancy. I'm compensating for the pure and utter torrential <laughs> smoke outside. It is insane how smoky it is here and very depressing. And I only because the sun is up there, it's a beautiful day, but it is not able to shine through this garbage in the air. It's almost as if a volcano has erupted close by and we are about to be covered in ash. It's insane. Actually, when the smoke gets bad enough around here, vehicles, everything gets co coated in this layer of ash. Anyway, but I'm making the most of it. We're all in this boat together. Actually, smoke map um, is showing that the majority of Canada and a lot of the states is covered in smoke as well. We're kind of in the medium zone right now. We're not even in the really bad zone. But Calgary, which is not too far from where I live, is, there is like drone footage from about four or five days ago that it's apocalyptic. It is like, you have to get out of there. It's the, the scary thing is, is that you, there's nowhere to go to escape it. You know, like, unless you have some sort of like way to get above it, right? In an airplane or helicopter, <laughs> but I don't even think helicopters fly that high. There's no escaping it. So you almost have to like, get on a plane and fly somewhere across the world so that you are not exposed to the smoke because it's really not good for you. And stupidly, I shouldn't say stupidly, the smoke wasn't super, super bad the other day and uh, I got my bike tuned up and went for a ride. And it wasn't just like, oh, right around the block. I went for, it's only, it was only like 10 kilometers, maybe more actually, maybe more like 12 kilometers. And of course the whole halfway is uphill and then down all the way back to my place. But I could absolutely feel that I was, I had like, I'm not gonna be too dramatic, but like 80% lung capacity. And it did get to the point where I had to like completely stop and kind of regroup because I was getting panicky. Like I kind of was creating this panic within myself that I wasn't getting enough air that I, if I don't like, and he, I've had a full blown panic attack only twice in my life where it's actually like your body takes over, you have no control, you're hyperventilating, your heart is beating out of your chest. And that's what started to kind of happen. And I'm, I'm up by myself up there in the mountains and I'm like, well, I better, <laughs> I better catch my breath here because I don't know what the hell's gonna happen. But anyway, regrouped, everything was fine, finished my ride. Um, and then I was like <sighs> exerting yourself and like taking 10 times the amount of breath that you should normally in this kind of smoke is probably not so smart. And so that's, you know what though, like I said, we're all in it and it's been a couple years now since we've had this kind of smoke. So I knew it was gonna happen this year because of the intense dryness and it's a bit scary. And part of the reason why I filled my pool extra early, just so I can throw my pump in there if I need to put out a fire. <laughs> so knock on wood that that's not going to happen. Um, at this time, we don't have a ton of fires around us. It's not right near me, but within, you know, a hundred kilometers, 200 kilometers, there are full-blown fires happening. And you want to know, <laughs> let me start making this cocktail. Actually, let me write down what I'm about to say, because I absolutely will forget because it's sort of a funny story and I don't want to forget this. So today I'm going to be making us a cocktail with a few different ingredients, including one fresh ingredient, which I don't always do. Um, I have a, oops, a wine glass fit for a queen. And it matches my dress. You know, I almost want to play a song <laughs> while I make this just quietly so that we can kind of feel like we're put together <laughs> and that we know what we're doing. Um, I'm getting rid of this royalty. What type of music? Let's type in some classical music. This is epic classical. Let's see here. Newest, let's go popular. This is called The Miracle. Modern, hopeful. Nope, way too serious. This is happy, happy, happy and hopeful. Let's see. 
Would you like to join me for a cocktail? This is called Inspiration by Megan Wooford. Kind of boring. Let's move on to another one. This is suspenseful, busy, and frantic. This is called Don't You Think I... Dot, dot, dot. Don't you think I know? <laughs> oh my god, okay. This is getting too crazy. Let's just make a cocktail and then talk. Okay. My bike ride also resulted in me throwing out my neck a little bit, like my neck slash shoulder. Uh, and I don't really know what happened. I think it was just because when I'm going downhill, because I do some intense bike riding. It's not just trails, right? I kind of will follow like animal paths and things like that. It sounds extreme. It's really not that extreme compared to how some people bike around here. But I uh, like to try take risks and kind of bring back my memory a little bit because it's been like a season since I rode last. And that's kind of what's going on left shoulder but it's okay it's not too bad all right so today we are going to make a cocktail musicless with these three ingredients diet cranberry which you've seen on this channel on this podcast lots i'm also going to cut this grapefruit and juice it <laughs> with a juicer that's way too small so this is going to be fun i brought four squares of paper towels today so be proud of me for that. And then I've got this really nice wine that I actually quite enjoy. And I was like, should I mix it? I'm going to do it. Um, La Cuvée des Petits Champs. It's a Chardonnay. And it is from France. Okay, so anyway, this wine, I'm going to try. It's going to be sort of like a mimosa, but not sparkling. This is full of ice. So I'm going to make this pretty... Um, I'm just wondering what's the best method here. First, I think we should try cutting up this grapefruit and juicing it. What do you think? Do you think this is a good idea or a bad idea? Leave a comment down below in the description box. I mean, in the comment section. All right, so this is the squeezer. I normally use this for lemons, limes, but never grapefruits because this is too huge. I'm gonna have to, okay, first I'm gonna keep, okay, hold on. First I'll cut it in half. Beauty, grapefruit, the smell of grapefruit is just, I'm going to save a slice of this for my garnish. I'm thinking ahead. So I want my flamingo to be kind of up, oh frick. Okay, there's that. Now how, so as you can see, this is supposed to go like this. I'm gonna actually cut this now. I'm trying not to blow your drums out here with my table. I don't see why this won't work. <laughs> but what do I know? Okay, no, see? Okay, see? Oh my gosh, gushnish. Here, let's do this. Can you see what's going on? Gotta hold it down here, so. Oh my. What a freaking disaster. Okay, that one's done. Could be worse. Oh, look at all the juice, it's still. All right, okay. I might need to cut smaller sections because that just overflowed. Oh my God, you guys, what is my life? Okay. Two. There's probably a more efficient way to do this. I feel like there's lots of juice that's not getting in here. So I'm thinking for the first cocktail, um, half a grapefruit is probably plenty. Let me just clean this up. Do you know what I learned? That like a rotting lemon in a squeezer is, it smells really bad. You'd think that lemon wouldn't be that bad of a rotten smell. It is. And I don't know what it is because citrus you think would kill, I don't know. All I know is that it stinks because numerous times have I made cocktails and 
took down all my stuff, sent all my files, and then forgot my stuff up upstairs in my studio. And um, so don't do that. Don't recommend it. Now I'm going to pour what I believe to be about a glass of wine. <laughs> it's funny. I was at Value Village the other day in uh, Kelowna and I found these, I guess, centerpieces for a table and, but they're shaped like kind of like a, a wine glass, but they're huge. They're like fish bowls. And I was like, this is what I need. I always joke that I only had one glass of wine, but it's, you can dump a whole bottle into one glass. I have uh, an aunt who has these massive wine glasses, but they're beautiful. They're like really thin glass, like thin, probably crystal. And um, when she pours a glass of wine, it looks like there's just a tiny, there's a full like eight or nine ounces in there, but it just looks like there's a tablespoon of wine. I'm like, I could get so get away with like having a half a bottle in wine glass. Okay, and now a bit of cranberry, just because that grapefruit, I want a little bit more, I want a little bit more punch. <gasps> That's kind of like a punch. Okay, here we go. Now I'm not gonna strain this because I need ice in my glass. knocked it over <clears throat> well my people my folk what did I say my name was cat something <laughs> catastrophic that would actually be that would have been like a pretty interesting YouTube name instead of cat wonders just catastrophic this gorgeous beverage that I've made now normally Queens don't use straws but today I'll make an exception For a queen. Jeeves, bring me a napkin and some snacks, little sandwiches, please, with cucumbers. And I want some macaroons. Not the not the cucumber ones. <laughs> not the coconut ones, I mean. The French ones. Whoa, what's gotten into me? That's really good. Very refreshing. And doesn't it look lovely? And with my, <laughs> with my flamingo poking out the top, I had to use a green straw because I figured with the pink, it had the best contrast. Because with these straws, I have orange, blue, purple, and green. Do you agree? Do you agree with me? <laughs> All right. I was going to tell you a story um, a true story <laughs> about a week and a half ago, or maybe it's already two weeks ago. So I'm driving to, driving through Banff. Okay. I'm heading towards Alberta and I'm noticing that it's already dry. Right. And I'm noticing some smoke before I get to Banff and I'm thinking, okay, well, obviously it's a controlled burn. It's like right in the park, right near Banff. I get closer to Banff and I see that right where you turn into the main part of Banff, they are burning around the fences so they're doing a controlled burn and they'll do this sometimes to early on in the season to get rid of any tinder in the forest like anything that will light up easily they kind of pre-burn it controlled and then there's nothing left to burn you know later on um, also just getting rid of the dead grass cleaning it up whatever so I could see that there were a bunch of people on both sides of the fence firefighters or whatever just walking around the fires controlling the burn and I was like "Ooh!" I thought to myself I'm like that's kind of risky but obviously they know what they're doing <laughs> right so I go to the city on my way home about I don't know a hundred kilometers from Banff I could see in the distance that there is a smoke a freaking big plume of smoke and I thought to myself I really freaking hope that that is not sorry I have a blonde hair on my desk it's driving me crazy um I really hope that that is not Banff I really really hope that these people didn't f up and now Banff is on fire so I hope that wasn't happening so I'm driving closer and closer and then and then a couple times because the road is a bit windy it looks like that fire is 
somewhere else. Oh, it's not Banff. It's, but as I got closer and wound closer and closer to Banff, I discovered that it is Banff. Completely on fire. Okay, sorry. Let me clarify. Not the town of Banff. The park surrounding Banff. Because I was driving, I did not take video of this situation, but it wasn't long before it was posted all over TikTok and wherever for people to see because our beloved Banff, it's one of the most famous locations in Canada. If ever I've traveled to Europe or whatever and people are like, where are you from? And I say, I, not, I don't say golden. I just let them know the area that I'm kind of in Alberta, like, you know, around. And then they're like, no, <laughs> like Banff. They're like, oh, Banff. Yeah, yeah. Everybody knows Banff. So I'm like, how did this happen? So I'm, I'm getting closer and closer and I could see that there's a situation happening because there are helicopters with huge buckets underneath that are dipping into one of the lakes and they're switching back and forth. They're flying and I'm like, oh my God, this, this can't be happening. This can't be happening. So <laughs> when I drive by, I don't know how the highway is still open. There, there's fire on both sides of the highway. There's smoke. You're driving through smoke. You can't see 10 feet ahead of you. I'm like, ha, I'm like, is the highway closed? Did I miss the sign? Like what the hell? Anyway, made it through luckily before they, I don't even think that they did close the highway, but it was crazy. So later on I was doing some research. I was pissed. I was like, what the frick are these people doing? You know, especially this time of year, like that could have been super severe, like very, very bad. But luckily because Banff National Park is like one of Canada's treasures so that everybody was on call. I'm sure they brought in a ton. They, we actually have water bombers too that they probably would have brought in just to kind of like help out. But holy crap. So doing some research, it turns out that um, this is what I read and I'm sure that it's true. But like I said, do your own research. It was a group of women. They're called Women in Fire. <laughs> and they decided that they were going to they were going to take on this project or whatever. Or the government gave them permission to do this or whatever. But they really royally effed up. And I thought it was funny that it's women. Oh, and um, instead of women in fire, women on fire. Because they were freaking like, when I was driving through, there were people running around. Like it was just totally, it was total chaos. Anyway, long story short, they got the fire under control. It never reached Banff. Um, they burned a lot of shit. So if you are going to visit Banff this summer, look on either side and see the proof of my tale that there was a, it was a close call because, uh, that, yeah, that would have been really bad. But yeah, this smoke situation is pretty brutal. And uh, so is my cocktail situation every time. But that's maybe why you watch it. <laughs> For the ultimate chaos. Now I'm going to start straining and get the rest of this love juice out of Oh, God. Okay, I've learned that that's not the right way to do it. Okay. I feel like a toddler when I'm doing this. Like... Nothing works. Everything spills. <laughs> Except for there's alcohol involved, so never mind. Scratch that. I read this thing one time about... Uh, I read about, like, living in areas where there's consistent smoke and how it's equivalent to smoking, like, a couple packs a day of cigarettes. And I am to the point where I'm like, okay, we're supposed to be getting rain here shortly, so hopefully that changes things. But I don't know how much it could change things unless... Alberta is getting rain and you know like because anyway it's just ridiculous and kind of like we've gotten used to these scenarios because of our climate getting warmer and and I'm like if this is going to be summertime you know because you like summer I just look forward to summer so much and I spend as much time outside as possible I love to go biking and I love like the last couple of years haven't been too bad but if it's almost like summer, summer is stolen from you because not only is it just horrible and makes you lethargic and you don't feel well and you like sports, it's also like it takes the sun away. <laughs> you know, it keeps cold air in. Like it's just not ideal. And I almost just want to take off to like Spain for a couple months and then because I can still I can work anywhere. I don't need to be here. Right. So I don't know. 
I'm just having these thoughts because it gets a little claustrophobic-y around here where you're like, uh, when is this going to stop? And then you wake up the next day and it's worse and then it's worse again. And you're just like, uh, anyway, luckily I don't have any type of like respiratory issues because people that do are having a really hard time or they're like on a, they're like a level nine out of 10 when normally they'd be like a five out of 10. So yeah. And also productivity. I've just been literally like not doing much of anything, not just mood wise, but just energy wise. My body is kind of like trying to metabolize all this smoke <laughs> and uh, it sucks and I hope it's over soon. Okay, so today I set up my pool and uh, my little pool, it's like 10 feet by 20 feet and uh, set it up, cleaned Sorry, I have a bubble. It's coming. Excuse me. Uh, I always clean the inside first, obviously. Uh, and then, <laughs> so because of the spot that my pool was in last year, I had sand underneath it just because like to level it and to make it smooth because the area that I had it was more rough and rocky and kind of like not, not smooth by any means. But the problem is, is that you're getting sand in the pool, sand in the pool like crazy. And um, anyway, so I wound up cleaning it all out, getting all the sand out. And how did I do that, you ask? Um, with like towels and cloths and just kind of wiping and scooping. Well, I guess whoosh, dipping, wipe. And it took two hours just to get the sand out. But I made a mixture of, like I do every year, like a big bucket of hot water with a bit of like a splash of bleach and then a bit of dish soap. And then I just kind of scrub the inside of the pool. All fine, worked out okay. Um, finally get it spotless. By this time, my hands are falling off from the bleach <laughs> and just being saturated for hours. Um, anyway, and so cleaned it up and because the water truck's coming. So our water is uh, really not great. It needs to go through quite a few different filters um, before we can drink it. However, the filters are expensive to replace. You can't fill an entire pool through the filters you're using. Uh, so, and, the, and if you don't use a filter, our water is coming straight from a well and it's got like this iron seam or something or like there's quite a bit of rust in our water or just, or it's basically orange. So we tried using it one time to fill the pool in a, like previous years, it does not work. It's just pure orange sludge coming out of there. Not sludge, but just not drinkable, swimmable, nothing. So I have to, hire a water truck to come up here and fill my pool and uh, luckily a one water truck basically fills my pool perfectly so that's a bonus so my pool is pristine clean i'm ha excited truck pulls up fills it well guess what the truck tank is full of little rust flakes okay so initially it's starting to come out and i thought oh okay well it's just something in the pipe not a huge deal my filter will kind of like take care of any extra sediment or whatever. It keeps puking out of there. And I'm talking like chunks the size of, of nickels and dimes. <laughs> and, and it just kept coming out. And I was like, like, I didn't pay for dirty water. Like what the hell's going on anyway? So only about for like one minute it started to come out and then it stopped coming out. But it was super annoying after I just spent so much time getting all the sand and like cleaning it. And it's not dirty by any means. It's just chunks of rust. And because they're chunks of metal, they're like on the bottom of my pool and they can't, I can't suck them up. I can't actually even use the net to get them because they're just like rocks on the bottom. <laughs> so I kind of like got some of them out. Not a big deal, but I was kind of like disappointed. Um, and then I got inspired to go in the ice cold water and had a bit of a cold plunge, a naked cold plunge. And I very specifically waited until the driver of the water truck was at the first switchback. <laughs> when they come up my drive, going down my driveway. And then, um, yeah, just did a little jump out of the pool and a wave just for like a little thank you. It's a little tip. <laughs> anyway, it was great. Um, and it, it's funny how energized you are after a cold plunge this the pool water was probably not as cold as a cold plunge where you know you pretty much can pick pick off pieces of ice 
in one of the cold plunge pools that you can buy nowadays, but it was still freaking cold and I felt great. But I've been doing like a cold shower every day after I shower when I work out. Um, I just switch it on to cold and it's supposed to be good for your system, circulation, blah, blah, blah. So I'm kind of used to it and I'm, I can really mind over matter, cold water, Brazilian waxes, you know, just think about something else. I was actually looking at buying a cold plunge for my deck because we have our hot tub and I'm thinking a cold plunge up there would be really nice. And also it gets so hot up on my deck. So I have, um, glass railings so you can still see the view. The problem is that when you're on the deck enjoying yourself in the sun, there's no breeze because the glass blocks the breeze. So it gets super hot. So many times I've been out there already where I'm laying there and I'm like, if only there was a cold plunge. Cause I would be going in and out, chilling out in the cold plunge, but otherwise it's too hot and I have to get my fan out there and it's just not ideal. I kind of need a cold plunge, but there's one that I found that wasn't super expensive. I know Rogan has one that's like $25,000. It's like the price of a car, <laughs> but this is a similar concept. Uh, it looks nice and kind of like an investment in your health and wellness. That's how I look at it, right? But so are so many other things like a hot tub. You don't really need it, but for relaxation, for just all, it's all good stuff. So I'm, I am thinking about getting a cold plunge. Um, yeah, that's in the works. And also, I think I talked about this in the last podcast. I'm thinking about getting a, one of the big steel pools. So I do want to build a pool eventually, but I realize that until my garage is finished and I, there's a few other projects that I need to finish up here before I get into another big project. And in the meantime, I want to get one of those big round steel pools. The ones that are just, I think they're like 54 inches deep. And then you can get them multiple, like a ton of different sizes, but I want like a 24 foot round pool which is going to take a few more water trucks and it's expensive. Water trucks are not cheap, especially like when you're draining that, draining the pool every year. Right. But with these salt, uh, with these, um, above ground pools, I kind of want to maybe inset it a little bit, build a deck around it, and then you can do salt water. So you can, there's total like salt water options. And I was thinking if it's salt water, doesn't it mean it won't freeze? <laughs> it will. Um, but it might last a little bit longer and be a bit better for your pipes and stuff. But no, we, there's no way we could keep it full all winter long. Uh, so we'd have to drain it every year. But anyway, it's fine. That's just part of having a pool and enjoying two months of summer. <laughs> Our summers are short, um, but we really make the most of them. That's why we need the smoke to go away, please. So I went for my first bike ride of the season. Anyway, so I do have an app that I use that will like kind of track what I do. Um, elevation, top speed, blah, blah, blah. But I didn't turn it on because I was like, I don't know if I want to document my first ride. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's kind of like, I find that when I'm recording my ride, it does kind of force me to overdo it a little bit because I'm like, I want to do good and I want to, you know, but the first few, I think I'm just not going to use it. And then the third, fourth when I'm only because I'm a bit competitive with myself. And if I can pair <laughs> my time, cause I've done this loop lots. I, if I compare my time now to the time that I was like last year, the, it's a little bit disheartening and a little bit like, what am I even doing this for? But then I would have the excuse of, um, uh, smoke inhibiting me. Right. It's not just me, it's a smoke. <laughs> it's funny, I have this like liquid highlighter. It's not liquid, um, it's a nude sticks highlighter, but it's like a, like a lipstick consistency. So it feels really weird to put on, but it's really glossy and I love it, but it feels strange. But right now, it's funny because um, it's the timing's working out well because it's very smoky right now and I'm not going to be going for a ride anytime soon. So my bike's in the shop getting some upgrades um, and it, it'll be ready next Thursday. So I'm like, hopefully by next Thursday, the smoke will be gone. If not a lot less, that's wishful thinking. Cause I don't just can't see how it can all just go, but all it takes is a shift in weather and winds and then you can wake up to blue sky. So I'm just really praying that that happens because the smoke is already getting old and it's only May. It's only May. Smoke season isn't even supposed to be upon us yet. 
Anyway, just pray. Pray for us. And I'm praying for you too if you're in a really, really smoked out area. Area. So I've been kind of desperately craving a new, another reality series to get into. I've watched all the Housewives. I've watched all the things. Right now, I just watched the finale of Vanderpump Rules. It was actually juicy, juicy as hell. Um, but there's nothing else. But then I rediscovered RuPaul's Drag Race. Now, I'm not really into drag or not really into that scene, but the entertainment of the show is actually so worth watching. And the drama, <laughs> there's some really cheesy parts for sure. But these characters, like they're, and their characters, trust me, they are insane. And <laughs> it's like, like I said, super entertaining. The challenges that they have to do, the performances, the amount of work that goes into like the production of the whole thing. It's crazy. And uh, yeah, it's just very interesting. I've gotten really obsessed. I think I'm on episode four. <laughs> but I get like invested in the characters, right? And then you start rooting for one. One's your favorite. One's your least favorite. But just sort of like mindless. So that's part of the reason why I like watching like Real Housewives and these these kind of reality shows is because it's sometimes so ridiculous that it just takes your mind off of everything else. And you just kind of like get swept away into these fantasy worlds where none of it's real. And it's so ridiculous and there's no other real word for it besides ridiculous that um yeah it's like where else are you gonna see this kind of shit it's crazy <laughs> um but i am waiting for some new real housewives to come up because i'm in love with a few characters and i recently discovered there's housewives um girls trip where they bring housewives together from all different areas like some are from Orange County some are from New York some are for and then you get to kind of see them interact with each other and like more drama but they get they get sent to these like tropical destinations the last one that I watched I think it was the second one that they did second series they all went to Thailand and they're staying in this massive Thai mansion they have maids and they have a host that just does anything for them they want Kentucky Fried Chicken for breakfast they get it okay it happens and uh, they go on excursions and so they go on all these like adventures together and then of course the producers are just praying for some some type of drama because that's what everybody's waiting for. For me, I like to see the outfits, the makeup, the hair, the effort that they put in on a daily basis, like for filming purposes. I don't know. It's just so funny. Um, and just how like some of them are just not genuine. You can tell they're just really putting on a show and uh anyway it's just kind of like a little joy that I have in my life that because uh, I don't watch tv anymore and if I do I watch like challenges like cocktail showdown and bake-off and that kind of stuff also I am planning I shouldn't say I totally I we are planning <laughs> my sister's bachelorette party in Las Vegas. We finally have figured out where we're staying. Everybody's tickets are bought. Accommodations are already reserved. And now we have to start planning an itinerary. So what I wanna do, I have this app, it's called Batch. <clears throat> and um, basically it just allows you to kind of get everybody on board, the same app. So everybody will get notifications, any updates, um, you can hold po host polls where you can say, we can either do this, this, or this, uh, what's your vote? And then people can vote as to what they want to do the most and then kind of go from there. Um, there's also like when you make a restaurant reservation or whatever, it's all on this app, which is super helpful, but I'm still like trying to figure out how to set it up. And I don't really want to invite the girls onto the app until I have things set up because there's going to be lots of questions. I just want to get it like, so I'm just in the middle of that. Um, but, oh my God, the things that you can do, there's actually, there's websites dedicated to bachelorette parties that you can hire these companies. And it makes sense, obviously, where you can hire these companies to basically plan your entire bachelorette party. So we're going to be there for a few days. And uh, they will pick you up. You got a party bus anywhere you want to go. 
Um, they will take you to like three different hotels for pool parties. They'll take you to like the, it's. And then, of course, there's the shows. There's like the Magic Mike shows, which I think, to be honest, I'm really not. I've seen male stripper shows and I sure they're OK, but I just it's such a. There are other better things to do in Vegas <laughs> than look at really overly confident naked men, not naked, but just guys that are really, cause I've said this before, but I'm not super attracted to like really ripped toned bodies. That's not like, I don't look at a, I think it's beautiful and great that they're <clears throat> that, you know, fit half the time it's fake because they got, they're putting needles in their ass. You know what I'm saying? Like steroids or whatever. Um, which also is like not attractive and it's just like, it's like an, it's like a, a confidence thing, like where there's the guys are, I don't, I don't want to say arrogance. Okay. But confidence to the point where they're like, they know they look good and they're like really just, I don't know. I just, it makes me cringe. I don't, it's an ick for me when guys are, they just know how hot they are and they're, and it's not even like, like I said, I don't even really find that attractive for whatever reason. I never have. Like when, when I was younger, my kids, my kids, Alex cut that part out people. All day. <clears throat> but when I was younger, um, my friends, like my girlfriends were really into like freaking Backstreet Boys and sync and stuff. And, and, oh, AJ with a shirt off. And I was like, I just didn't, I don't know. It just doesn't do it for me. And maybe I'm weird. And I mean, everybody has their own thing, but, um, yeah, that whole thing. But listen, I'll make it, I'll make it an option. And if it gets voted in, it gets voted in. What can you do? <laughs> um, <clears throat> but holy crap. Yeah. Tons of, tons of things. It's quite overwhelming. <laughs> and, uh, I also want to start planning some things to like have some surprises for my sister, but I got to get the other girls on board. And I think that app also allows me to have like a group chat with just the girls and like leave the bride out, which makes sense because you don't want the bride involved with everything. But my sister is a little bit of a control freak like me. So she wants to be involved with the planning and that kind of thing, which is totally fine. Um, but I do want to throw some surprises in there too. But yeah, I'm excited. It's going to be, like I said, a, an interesting, I've been to Vegas before <clears throat> and have I told you guys my Vegas story? Probably. I don't know how I couldn't. But I went there uh, with my mom and we had a great time, but it was crazy and not crazy in like a party kind of way. But there were things happening in Vegas when we were there that were just things that you cannot experience anywhere else. So they were filming the Born, the Born Six. So, you know, the Born Identity, the Born Supremacy, whatever it's called, <laughs> the sixth Jason Bourne movie was being filmed on the Vegas Strip when we were there. We had no idea what was going on. And we noticed that the Strip is closed off. And I was like, wow. Then I noticed all the cameras and people watching. And I was like, they're filming a movie. And I think we asked what's going on. And they're like, oh, they're filming the new Jason Bourne movie. And I was like, is, what's his name? <laughs> what's Jason Bourne's name? Why can't I can never remember things when I need to? If I were to pick up my phone right now and look it up, I'd think of it right before I found it. <laughs> um, Matt Damon. <laughs> and I was like, is Matt Damon? I was just like looking around stupidly, like as if he was the one driving the SWAT cars. What are they called? Anyway, so what happened was we're walk we couldn't walk across the street. We had to kind of go work our way around and we discovered that this movie was being filmed. And we're like, oh, this is cool. And we're kind of watching with everybody else and kind of waiting for something to happen. And uh, this one guy's like, oh, we've been waiting here for like half an hour. Nothing's happened. And so I was like, okay, well, whatever. Let's just like walk around because we wanted to get down to a certain uh, restaurant we were going to. So anyway, we're walking across the street through over some like through some building or I don't know. Anyway, we're, we made it across the street. So we start walking down the strip and... Uh, no, actually what happened first, sorry. So we would get across the street and then we're watching the action from the other side of the street. So looking at like towards the Bellagio. So we're across the street from the Bellagio-ish. And um, 
Suddenly we hear three, two, one, action. And there's a, a SWAT car that's chasing a limo and the SWAT car crashes into the side like T-bones his limousine right in the middle of the strip, Vegas strip. And there's people everywhere, right? But they're just filming this area that this is happening. And I was like, whoa, I'm like this is the craziest thing I've ever seen. Like it's happening before my very eyes, this action movie. And full on, like I said, the SWAT car crashes in, into the side of this limousine. And, um, and I was like, holy shit. So we're standing around for like another half hour waiting for something else to happen. Cause like, this is real life movie action happening. And I'm just expecting like Matt Damon to just start walking down the street or something. And I think so is everybody else. But of course, when they film these kind of movies there, it's not happening that way. <laughs> the actors aren't there for the action stuff. Cause they're not even in the vehicles near the vehicles. Movies can't afford to have them around. Okay. So it's not like he's like, Oh, let me see what's happening in scene six, you know? <laughs> anyway. So we finally decided to, cause we've already missed our reservation. So we're walking down the strip towards the restaurant. And as we get farther and farther down the strip, we're realizing there's fewer and fewer people. And then there were like, kind of like, not barricades, but like areas that were kind of blocked off, but we had to get to where we were going. So um, we walked through a couple different places looking kind of wherever. And, and then uh, there's this one guy that was like, hey, do you guys have wristbands? We're like, yeah. <laughs> I said, yeah, we do. And he's like, okay, go for it. I was like, we don't have wristbands. Like, what's going on? So <laughs> we're walking down the strip. And then I realized, I'm like, we're not where we are supposed to be. And my mom and I were laughing so hard because we we're just like, just two tourists, <laughs> just pulling the wool over everyone's eyes because we look like Hollywood actresses. Okay. <laughs> we're like, they think we're actresses. Oh my God. Like they think we're part of the movie. Anyway. So we walked, <laughs> we're walking and then <clears throat> we heard this guy say something. I didn't really hear what he said at first, but then he's like, okay, keep walking, keep moving. Three, two, one action. And we're just like, <laughs> just stiff walking down and then we hear sirens and police cars chasing the SWAT car or was it the limo anyway um just ripped by us at like 120 kilometers an hour probably like 80 miles an hour down the Vegas strip and then they all screech their brakes down later on and uh and we're like we're going to be in the newborn movie. <laughs> we're like, yeah. Anyway, so we continued walking, got to a restaurant and had a really great night. And it was really fun that we were, we snuck into the movie. And then I, I remembered where we were standing when the cop cars like drove by. We were like next to a big red sign and it said, and I was wearing a bright red jacket. And I was like, oh my God, <laughs> I can't wait to see the movie. Like we're so going to be in the movie. But when they're filming high speed chases like that, the strip, like the Vegas strip is blurred, right? It's just a blur and the focus is on the vehicles. There, you can't see like bystanders and it would be really funny if it was me like, wow, you know. <laughs> so no, I watched the movie back. We're not in the movie. Actually, we might be, but we're a blur. And it was a lot of fun. Also, Trump was in Vegas when we were there. And uh, there was just, like I said, lots of stuff happening when we were there. And... Uh, Really, truly what I ever dreamed would be my Vegas experience, just to have all that kind of shit happening. Hustle and bustle. So it is hot up here. Not as hot as it could be, but my camera overheated already. And I think it's going to do it again. <laughs> and I got all dolled up for just an hour podcast. Maybe not even, probably 45 minutes actually, because I had to wait for my camera to cool down. And I always gauge my timing for my podcast by my record time, which I see on my computer the whole time. And uh, it's way over top. Like it's probably, it says 59 minutes, but absolutely it's like 49 minutes <laughs> because of all the shenanigans that are happening. Oh yeah. So because I have my pool in a different area now, I'm going to be ordering a chaise lounge, but a double chaise lounge, which means basically like two loungers stuck together. And then you can like, each one is independent, but I found this one. It's on Wayfair. I don't love ordering things from, Way from Wayfair because it's hit or miss, but this thing, oh my God, it's so beautiful. It's white and wood. And the frame is white and the wood is actually a, a composite. So it will last forever. 
there is an umbrella stand built between the, oh, I have to share a picture. Anyway, it's not cheap. It has a built-in cooler. And I'm just saying it's built to last. That's why it costs so much. So that's the excuse that I'm making. And I actually picked out this beautiful black and white umbrella. I love black and white stripes. I get that from my mom. My mom, from the time that I remember, has always loved like black and white stripe. I don't know, like for awnings and stuff like that. Um, or just striped, anything. But um, I think that I'm going to go for it. And because I'm going to be spending so much time there and I can take photos there in my bikinis, you know, I can write it off. Just saying. And, oh, could you imagine I'm filming a podcast under the umbrella in a bikini? And it's a chaise lounge, so it's like a double chaise lounge so I can have a guest next to me. <laughs> oh my gosh, bikini podcasting. I have all these dreams. But anyway, so I think that's going to happen. And if I do, I will absolutely share with you my setup because I think it's gonna be great. And also um, I wanna get some plants going around my pool. Kind of make it like a little oasis, have some fake tropical plants and then real plants. <laughs> it's gonna be awesome, I can't wait. Well, that concludes today's podcast. I hope that you loved it. I hope you love my royal outfit. I am gonna be wearing it again, my hair like this and probably this. I just love this look, I love this color. I do have a little bit of a tan right now, so. It's just, I'm living for this right now. I can see that my camera's about to die. If I cut off mid-outro, please just look to the description box to get information as to where you can go to see more of me. <laughs> if you're listening to this podcast, I do have a video version on YouTube. I also have a separate channel for my podcast, so you might see it here on my Cat Wonders channel, but eventually you'll only be able to find them at my Kitty Liquor podcast channel, linked down below in the description box. Also, I've got an OnlyFans and Patreon if you want to see a lot more of me and make sure you subscribe and like only if you feel like it though because you know no pressure think of it more of as a, f a friendship button <laughs> let's be friends <laughs> um and i hope you enjoyed this podcast and i will see oh wait this is episode 99 i forgot to mention <laughs> at the very beginning this is cat at the end of the podcast i forgot to say that this is episode 99 oopsies but woohoo all right, everyone. Thank you so, so much for watching or listening. And I will see you in my next video. Bye.